Yikes. Bad news, like steer clear, run away. Dude, that's a time where you pull like a snooky and you write an anonymous letter and you leave it in their mailbox. Welcome back to another episode of All Over the Place with Lane Fable. I'm your host, Lane Fable, and I somewhat have my voice back today. So it's going to be a solo episode. I actually, I don't even know how to prereq this. I got presented with this idea. I was hanging out with one of my friends and we were talking about dating stories and how it's crazy that people that you date, if you don't have any mutual friends, really could just be complete compulsive liars and psychopaths and you would just have no idea until you find out for yourself to which she then told me a story of someone she dated who ended up being completely just a a psychopathic liar and the story that spawned this whole little new segment of all over the place she's currently drafting for me still she's getting all the details down so I relay them properly to you because as much as that story is the reason for me asking for you guys to send in your own dating stories I want to make sure I get all the details right so she's typing that up for me but in the meantime some of you sent some in that were equally as horrific there's one she said that her story should probably blow everyone else's out of the water So I will be reading that one for the first time on this episode. I purposefully didn't read it when she sent it in because I want you guys to hear my genuine first reaction when I read it to you. I don't know. I'm excited for this. If there are any other ideas like this where you guys want to send in stories for me to read, I know I did. You guys can hear Nova in the background. I know I did reading your guys' ghost stories at one point for one Halloween episode. That was also really fun too. So if you guys have any ideas, you can always reach out to me on Instagram or anywhere else you can find me on social media and let me know what you think because I genuinely do just have way too much fun reading these stories on the podcast for you guys. We're going to start out with a short one. This is the only guy that submitted a story and I hope that some more of you guys listening will send in because I also want the guy's perspective. Like I got a lot of my girlfriends and like girls that follow me that sent some in, but I want to hear more from the guy's perspective too, because I'm sure there are a crazy amount of girls that also kind of just either, you know, fabricated things or straight up just lied during dating. So I just want to know. I'm I hate saying this on the podcast because I know I've repeated this like every episode, but new to dating and let's just say it's um, thought it would be way different than it is, but here we are. So I'm just going to read you guys this story. So this story is my friend's roommate's story told on his behalf. So they were in college together and they were going, and this is, I guess, a little while back. So they were going out to... A club and in this particular place where they went to school EDM and you know house music like that was a big thing so it was one of those clubs where it's like a rave and everyone's out having a great time getting a little wild so he just meets this girl while they're out cute girl like cute young girl dancing he ends up picking her up at the club and they end up going back to his dorm they're hooking up whatever and then the next day she is you know hanging around a little and he can hear his roommate and her like having sex and everything so he's like you know what? I'm just gonna make myself a ghost and I'm gonna go give them some space whatever so he gives them some space 
And then he comes back thinking like they've hung out enough. They're probably like, whatever, she's probably gone by now. So he comes back to find that the girl is still there. And he's like, all right, well, whatever. Maybe they're just having a really good time or they hit it off and they got along really well. So then another day goes by or like another night and he can still, you know, close quarters in that dorm. Um, It's one of those dorms where there's one bathroom that connects two bedrooms. So realistically, you can hear everything. And so like they're in the bathroom, they're in the bedroom, whatever. A second day goes by, a second night. And then it turns into like the weekend's over. So it's like uh, they're going to class, going about their day, like living their life. And she's just still crashing there. Like she's still in the dorm, sleeping, gets up. They're all like, it just doesn't leave. So it's like day four or five, I guess, at this point. And it's just her not leaving their dorm room. They, the two roommates kind of caught each other in the hallway and they kind of reconvened in the hallway and was like, hey, she's still here. Like, what's up? And the guy's like, the guy that invited the girl was like, I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm just going to ask her and like tell her she kind of needs to go. So he goes and tells the girl that she needs to leave. And, but it turns out she was homeless. And when I say homeless, he says that he, she basically was in between places, like in between everything, just didn't have a place to go. So she had been literally crashing with whoever she either like met, friends, someone she was hooking up with, just and she's like yeah sorry I just figured I'd crash here and like we were hooking up and whatever and then she's like yeah I'll leave uh sorry about that see you really just never know if it's truly like someone you randomly pick up while out that is terrifying um (laughs) I mean unless you don't think that's terrifying like hey good for you but So that is one risk of uh, meeting somebody out as a complete stranger and inviting them back to the place that you're staying. Has this happened to anyone else? Like, is this a common occurrence? I don't know these things and I would love your guys' feedback. So if you're listening on Spotify, there is that little, if you scroll down on the episode, you can reply to the question and let me know. Or just reach out on Instagram. I just want to know if you guys have any stories like this or you know of anyone who has gone through something similar. Okay. Now we are on to the long story. She, (laughs) my friend that sent this in, said that she spent like a good amount of time typing this out. So I'm very excited to read it. Like I said, I haven't read it yet. So this is going to be my genuine, genuine first reaction to it. I asked you guys to give me your worst and... This is how it goes. She said, okay, with a bunch of whys. I'm still traumatized from this one. It all started when I was heading to visit my friend in LA. I was on a travel high. You know the vibes, excitement, and had a layover at the Las Vegas airport. I headed to the bar to get a nice cocktail and end up making friends with the girl next to me, and we start taking shots. Let me just interject. Uh, Airport bars are where I've made some of my favorite like best travel friends it really is a great spot anyways back to the story really feeling myself at this point when a guy that lives in my city messages me that he is also at the las vegas airport for context i've never met this man we do not have mutual friends we follow each other and have a few random dms back and forth on instagram so i'm feeling good and say screw it and tell him to come have drinks with me before our flights 
He comes and we hit it off. I'm nearly sitting on this man's lap by the end of the airport date. We have insane chemistry, both laughing and immediately making plans to see each other when we are both back in town. We part ways and immediately as I'm boarding my flight, tipsy as fuck. So as one does, I go to creep a little bit more on his Insta. Instantly shocked to see that he had a pic with some girl and a caption that seemed very much like they're dating. Me being bold and spicy, I screenshot it and send it to him. Like, what the fuck? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, upside down, question mark. Then in parentheses, red flag number one. Of course, then he explains it away that they broke up and she went into the military slash she did not want to do a long distance thing, but they ended on good terms, which is why he never deleted the picture. To which she says, I am suspicious, but also still interested. Mind you, I have had two other random dates planned during my trip to LA, so I'm mentally preoccupied. The entire weekend, we are texting back and forth, and I'm feeling so giddy I could barely focus on my other dates. Fast forward, I get home, and he flies into town a few days after me. The same day he flies in, we end up hanging out that night, and then the next, and then the next. He's giving major BDE, and at the time, I did not recognize the signs of love bombing. In parentheses, red flag number two. Backstory, after the first week of him being back, I mention him to one of my coworkers, which turns into a wax spiral. I find out way too much because he used to be a client of a girl that works with me and no longer is, but my coworker still has his ex-girlfriend as a client, and apparently they're still really good friends. In parentheses, red flag number three. My coworker warns me and is telling me to run in all caps. Of course, me being naive and love bombed, I'm like, oh, but that was years ago. He's different now. My coworker also, then my coworker also tells me that he was incarcerated five plus years ago for a massive weed scandal in my city. Parentheses, I'm in an illegal state. Red flag number four, end parentheses. But still, I defend him like it's just weed, you know? I confront him about a few of my coworkers' concerns, but never really bring up his jail time. He explains that him and his ex have always been good friends after they dated for four years, even though she is engaged at this point. All right, she didn't put in parentheses red flag number five or whatever number we're on, but that's, ah, you know, like being good friends is all good like I think good terms but being good friends when someone's engaged with your exes I would say red flag number five okay this guy picks me up for a date in a brand new Audi sports car and his apartment is nice as fuck making me question if he is still doing legal things but he tells me he has more business in California and has to go out of town and is not sure when he'll be back she says this part is so sketchy I cringe at myself California and we keep texting here and there at first his energy is strong and he's calling me to check in and keep up conversation and then the entire vibe switches he tells me he needs time while he's away to work through his breakup because he's struggling with it I give him space and in the meantime I meet a girl who moved to my city recently from another state we become good friends and she invites me over this is when I find out she is the guy's next door neighbor I'm literally dying over here. I'm having way too much fun with this. She gives me the details of what she knows, which is not much, but she did get a package to her house that was his and she accidentally opened it and found steroids. 
in parentheses, red flag, dot, 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 TBH, I forget what number at this point. Girl, me too. (laughs) Our communication is very little at this point. Maybe texting a few times every other day. A month passes and he is still out of town. I am frustrated and feeling like moving on when he starts to love bomb me again, saying he cannot wait to get back and see me. And this time apart has been so good for him to process his breakup. So I get my hopes up again. Now it's around the holidays and he told me he would be back for New Year's. (laughs) Then she puts, see guys, I'm really scrolling through this as I read it. She goes, (laughs) in all caps, now shit gets crazy. God damn, I thought, I thought shit was already... I thought we were already rolling the crazy. He tells me on Christmas Eve that his flight is delayed and he needs to end things with me regardless because I, quote, deserve better. Damn straight I do. I am so upset and confused after two to three months of this game. I just want some clarity. This motherfucker makes me download this sketch app that the government can't bug. (laughs) She puts question mark upside down question mark question mark calls me and tells me that the feds are watching him and he does not want me involved dot 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 at this point i am like what the fuck so i take his word for it and i (laughs) so i take his word for it that i deserve better and start to move on he checks in a few weeks later still breadcrumbing me at this point and i'm like bye leave me alone and let me be on sad girl vibes to which then she types drum roll please For the grand finale of the story, I am a hairstylist and am minding my business mid-January when I have a client come in that I've been doing their hair for one to two years. We know each other pretty well and are catching up and I tell her how I met some douchebag at the airport and am moving on but kept the story brief. She then tells me how her long-term boyfriend of two years and her broke up in the fall because she found him cheating on her but they've been working through it in the last few months. Then she goes to show me a pic of her dog and she's swiping through photos when I see in a half millisecond his name at the top of a FaceTime screenshot. My eyes are bulging out of my skull at this point. I cannot help but word vomit. Who is that? Then she proceeds to tell me that that is her ex she has been working things out with. (laughs) Hold the fuck up. If you... All remember, I love that you typed this as you were talking to everyone listening. Love you. Anyways, back. Hold the fuck up. If you all remember at the beginning of the story, he told me his ex went into the military. Come to find out the military girl is who he cheated on with my... (gasps) Come to find out that the military girl is who he actually cheated on my client with. (gasps) Oh, Dude, oh God, this is making me lose all, like, all hope. I'm just kidding. It's not. I mean, it's just the fact that people can lie so quickly and so, with so much conviction and, like, make, how did he twist it that way? Anyways, she says, sorry, that was my little interjection. Back to, back to her writing. She says, mind blown as fuck. I am massively confused and come clean to her about my side of things. We match up timelines and realize this motherfucking has been playing both of us in all caps. I'm like, wait a minute. Is he back in town now? Because I'm thinking he's still in California. Oh, no. He's been back in my city and off the entire time he told me he was gone. And she had plans to see him tonight. In all caps. 
Whoa. <laughs> I love the way you type this. Whoa, baby. Imagine living in this moment. I wanted to melt into the ground and disappear, especially because I have another two hours left with her in my chair. Oh shit, you were coloring her hair, weren't you? I run to the back, collect myself, and I'm thinking, okay, girl power. We're going to get drinks together this weekend and show this man that it's his loss. Well, that makes one of us. She leaves immediately. This man is texting and calling me and not from the stupid app he made me download. I'm still kicking myself for that. We get into it and I'm going off on him and then we block each other. I never heard from him again, but my friend who is his neighbor confirmed that they were inseparable after that day and now they're living together in California. Holy shit. She goes, the end, heart. So many lessons learned, but in the moment, it felt like I was living in a movie. Never forget that one time I dodged a bomb with a little smiley crying face. Holy shit. I'm going to bleep out your name for obvious reasons, but... Okay, there were so many times that I wanted to interject my own thoughts, which I still kind of did, let's be real. My ADD knows no bounds, but that is, yeah, this actually might take the cake. This actually blows the original story that prompted this out of the water, although for different reasons. Um, That's insane. And without giving too much away about who sent this story in, she is very intuitive and very how do I put it like it just it makes me so sad because it really can happen to anybody is what I'm learning and like it's just it's crazy how common this love bombing and the lying and like you know twisting things in a certain way to come off looking a certain way to somebody you're pursuing seriously or not seriously I just I, I would have liked to think that it wasn't as common as it was, but from your guys' stories and just from some experiences, like that love bombing is so toxic, dude. It is so, I don't know how to say it. Like, I don't even know how to put it into words. It messes you up for like months to come. I guess I'll say months, maybe even longer, but I cannot even imagine. And It's funny because you romanticize the whole like, oh, we met, like I even said, I met some of the greatest friends or just like, you know, Instagram friends that I've met at bars, but maybe it was a little different because I was in a relationship, so I never saw them as romantic, but it's such a like a movie plot storyline to be like, yeah, we met at a bar and we hit it off, an airport bar and we hit it off and then we ended up living in the same city, but we met somewhere else and it like the idea of it is so great. But when it comes down to it, that story is absolutely bonkers. Um, Yeah, this is something that I definitely want to talk more about. I really want to talk about love bombing in relationships because that's something I am so intrigued and simultaneously disgusted by because it's so easy to do, I guess. And I had no idea that it was such a toxic trait um my naive ass was just like no somebody just likes me like that much which um you know being pretty much single for the first time at 27 
you learn you learn lessons that other my friends are like lane are you dumb like no but no one should act that way off the bat like that's not even healthy that's not normal but me i'm like no like i'm just so whatever but once again i really don't want to make it about me sorry i i have a tendency to like bring in my own experiences into this i want to keep these episodes about you guys so please send in some more i did have one other story but honestly after Honestly, after that one, I don't even know if I can follow up with something more entertaining than that. So I will save the next ones for the next episode where I do more more reading of your crazy disaster dates. I'm in shock. I want to call. I got to go call her right now and talk about this because this is absolutely insane. Thank you to everyone who sent them in. Let me know in the comments on all over the place.mp3's Instagram or on Twitter or YouTube. Literally reach out to me on my personal Instagram, Lena Baina. Let me know if you liked this episode, if you want me to do more, if you want to send in your anonymous dating horror story. Yeah, these are quickly becoming my favorite. So I know this is going to be a new little segment every so often when they come in. Or even even if it's just, you know, it doesn't have to be a horror story. I feel like if there's any story you kind of want to tell, you're more than welcome. I just know that, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. And if it's a burning dumpster fire, you guys are more likely to listen all the way through. Which I just know is true from all the analytics. So thank you guys. If you made it this far, you're the best. You probably can hear Nova snoring in the back. I'm going to call... And if there isn't a addendum to this episode, I will see you guys next Monday. Have the best time. Stay safe out there. Watch out for love bombing. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. All right. I love you guys. I'll see you next Monday. Bye. Hey, lovely. I uh, just got done reading your story that you submitted. And holy shit. I was like, I have to, I have to call her right now. And I was like, maybe I'll add an addendum to the episode if she gives me any more detail. But oh my good God, I'm so glad you took the time to type that out because that was absolute insanity. Thank God you dodged a bullet. I can't believe, and that went on for months. God damn. Also, I want to talk to you about love bombing because that's just an anomaly that I was not aware of, obviously, that I like was in serious relationships. I never really dated around. So that's insane. And I can only imagine, I know how that feels. That's, dude, I don't know. Um, I'm leaving the longest voice memo, I mean, voicemail ever, but call me back if you have time. If not, thank you so much for sending that. It literally did blow everything else out of the water. You were completely right. Hey, how are you? So good, how are you? Holy shit, holy shit. Dude. <laughs> Dude, what? Like, like I can't even, I can't even, because it's so fucking crazy. Oh, I there was one part that I left out, though, that I wanted to tell you was, so he knew that I did her hair. So he fully <gasps> let her walk in, yes, fully let her walk into the salon knowing that I was doing her hair, and he was just so... 
I don't find ignorant to think like, oh, they're not going to put the pieces together. There's no way that they're going to talk about me. Or do you think that he's literally that crazy that he was like, oh, I hope this stirs up some shit and I see what I can get away with? Honestly, it could go either way because he is, like, the most manipulative guy I've ever been around. And it was so crazy because then it was, like, a year later after all this shit happened that I went to lunch with um, this guy that I used to work with and, like, serve with back in the day. And we were just catching up, and he knows my mom really well. So we went to lunch, and we were just talking, and he was, like, telling me some crazy dating stories. And I was like, well, you won't believe this. And he's like, I have a feeling I already know who you're talking about. And I immediately was like what the fuck like what do you what and he did he was like no like i know this guy and he definitely like was bragging to other people that he was hanging out with you (gasps) like while he was still like fucking this other girl too oh wait okay but then why didn't that other guy reach out to you and be like hey uh watch out for that one saying i I'm saying he was like, well, I just like didn't want to get in between anything. Uh, da, 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 da. No. And I was like, no, like that's actually the time when you tell you tell someone, yeah. like, hey, bad news, like steer clear, run away. Dude, that's a time where you pull like a snooky and you write an anonymous letter and you leave it in their mailbox. Like y- you you let time. someone know at any any cost. Yeah. So then when I told him like the bad story of like what had went down between us, he's like, damn, like I definitely should have said something. And then he felt bad, but damn straight. He should he feel no, he should feel terrible. Yeah. Isn't that shit so crazy? Like I look back and I was like actually traumatized for like a good two months after that happened. <laughs> I can't even imagine because I, I mean, I've never experienced anything like that, but I will say just like the love bombing alone has left me traumatized for a little yeah. bit after when that shit happens. Cause you're like, you get, oh my God. you get and, like, so wrapped up in it. He would like, he, so before we kind of like ended things and he like called me one night and he was like, Hey, like, I know I haven't been giving you like the energy that like you want from this. And I'm really looking forward to coming back. And he's like, honestly, like, I just can't stop thinking about like what looks life looks like with us being together and he's sending me different like houses that he's looking at no. asking me, like, what I think he's saying not the houses he literally texts me and he's like if I was there you know like we already would have eloped by now like like shit like that dude that's so fucking toxic toxic manipulative as fuck oh <laughs> my god I mean I swear like I don't, I don't know. So like the first person I went on a date with after getting out of a eight year relationship was so nice and sweet and respectful and is a normal person. Cause like I knew them through people. But then when I went on a, a few dates with like, kind of like strangers, I'm just like, what the fuck is out there? Like, it's so scary. It's so it's, it's fucking, ter- I know. And so then that's my thing now is I get when people like want to set you up with somebody it's nice from that perspective of at least knowing like okay they're like a good human being and like you're gonna know the bad things about them right yeah or like not a psychopathic liar yeah I feel like I've definitely had multiple situations now where it's just been a random because I do like that for some reason I always go for my like the guy I'm literally hooking up with right now just moved to Nebraska from (laughs) California and he's a soccer player that nobody knows I love it you're like I like him you're like wait a minute what are you running from what are you running from buddy (laughs) Uh, I just hate I don't know I just hate when everybody 
in your you know surroundings and especially like omaha where i'm from is so small where it's like everybody knows everybody everybody has something to say about whoever so anytime i feel like i find a hidden gem i'm like ooh, this is good because nobody's gonna be able to like talk shit about them or know about it you know what i mean yeah no i definitely get that because it's like you don't know the person so any of your opinions are irrelevant and i get to like meet this person like fresh yeah yeah i do i completely understand that yeah well then there's the flip side when they end up being fucking psychotic and manipulative oh my god yeah so what were you thinking i can't even imagine while you're reading that dude i i I, like interjected into the story like four different times because i was like shut the fuck up (laughs) and then of course like me being just i'm the worst i like I, I relate it back to me, which I know everyone is like, you're a narcissist. And I'm like, no, it's just the, <laughs> I'm like, no, wait, this like, sounds freaking. Yeah. It's the love bombing. That shit hurts. That shit hurts. Because you would like to think you're like, nah, this person met me and they just think I'm that fucking great. And then it's like, no, they were just love bombing the fuck out of you to like manipulate you, you and blindside literally you. literally to manipulate. I know. I think that was like the hardest thing for me to get past was he just made it seems so much like we were on the same page with things even in the time when he was like no like I need to like focus on myself he was like always keeping it as like I'm trying to work through this breakthrough so that when I get back like we can really focus on like building a relationship together oh my god and especially knowing how you are like that is some serious mirroring and manipulation (laughs) dude now I can look back and I'm like oh Fuck, I should, like, like how in parentheses I put like red flag this, yes. red flag that, red flag this. No, that was my favorite because at one point you go, at one point you go, I forget what number it is, but I like interjected a different red flag. I was like, wait, she didn't put this in parentheses, but red flag number five or whatever it was. <laughs> and then I get to the next one and you're like, I don't remember at this point. <laughs> We're so good. Like, That experience definitely changed, like, everything for me. I didn't date for, like, a good, like, four or five months after that. I really just went into focusing, like, on myself and also, like, just being really good at then, like, recognizing those things, like, right off the bat. Yeah, well, Um, yeah, I'll tell you, it took... It took one person love bombing the shit out of me to be like, yep, okay, this is never happening again. Like, and it's like you said, like you kind of, it's a learning experience because it will never happen to you again, luckily. Right. And then I see the TikTok where it's like, no, but like, don't ever stop love bombing me. Like, that's what I want. I want a man that's just going to keep doing that, but forever. Yeah. Like, but for it to be warranted and like proper and like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Jesus. And like actually be real because I know half of these guys say this shit and it's like just to, they have a different end game. It's not, it's not like, nah, I want you forever. I'm going to love bomb the fuck out of you because I genuinely like you. Oh, we're hopeless romantics, huh? We are. We're fucked. We're, we're just so screwed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I really hope that that one just was fucking top-notch because <laughs> I would love to hear somebody tell me something happier than that because when this girl was in my chair and I, like, shit you not, I see his name and I couldn't not say something. Like, looking back, I almost, like, wished I hadn't said something but in that moment, I literally was like, who the fuck was that? I was like, I know that name. And she, like, just gives me those crazy eyes. And oh. I was like, and she's like, what do you mean you know that name? And I was like, 
that's the guy from the airport I was just telling you about. And she's like, uh, well, this is my ex-boyfriend that I've been trying to work things out with. And so then we just have that moment of, like, we're looking at each other. And I was like, this is literally worst-case scenario. Did you, I, <laughs> did you have, like, bleach in her hair? Oh, yeah, dude, I was, like, foiling the back, like, <laughs> like the back of her head. So I still had to, like, finish foiling the rest of her hair, like, shampoo her, like, the whole thing. And then she just left? So afterwards, it was kind of, like, weird because we – I don't know. She was just in a different place with it. I'm thinking, from my perspective, like, fuck this man. Like, let's get hot as fuck this weekend. Like, go out. Like, post pics together. Like, I'm like, I don't care about this man. Like, I'm like, I care about you as a human being and the fact that he literally lied to you, said he wasn't seeing anybody, dating anybody, talking to anybody, fucking anybody. And he was doing all of those with me. And then telling you that you're going to elope. Like, you guys are going to elope. Yes. And I didn't even, like... I don't know, at that point, I didn't get too in detail, because I just felt like I was, like, crushing her soul, kind of, but then I was like, maybe I should have, because then she, like, turned around, leaves, he's blowing up my phone, and I basically was like, fuck you, I went off on him, I seriously went off, I said something to him, like, I was like, oh, not only are you a massive piece of shit and a liar, and have roid rage, but, like, also, like, what the fuck, (laughs) and he's calling me, and yeah, anyways, then... We never talked again. I blocked him. He blocked me. And then I only found out that they were, like, still a thing because one of my good friends was his fucking next-door neighbor. Like, what are the odds of that? And they, they, like, moved in together? Yeah. So then, basically, she was, like, always at his apartment. My friend that lives next to him, she would be like, uh, yeah, ever since, like, that day. Because I told her what happened. And she's like, yeah, ever since then, she literally, like, stays over almost every single night. Like, they were basically, like, inseparable after that. So I guarantee you that he... And she was telling me, like, fucked up shit that he was doing that she already knew about. Like, the ex-girlfriend that I knew through my salon and through one of the stylists that I work with actually knew that the ex that was now engaged right they still were like hanging out and like meeting up and one time she caught them and like that became a thing between them so he was definitely like lying to her about like many many things and I think him just being one like super manipulative and also having his fucking drug money was probably like enticing to her to the point where she's like well I don't really care if you're a piece of shit as long as because it's literally so wild to this point like she still has me on Instagram I don't follow her but she posted um a picture of like her brand new car that like you already know oh my god bought that fucking car for her so like that's where I'm like I guarantee you like that's what she's in it for yeah and it's also one of those things like you can't if someone's that deeply manipulated and they're that roped in like they're not getting out of it. They're they're not. Oh my exactly. god. Wait, this reminds me. There's oh my god. I matched with someone on Hinge and they like invited me over on like it was around the holidays. I'm not gonna say which one, but they invited me over on a holiday that they were supposed to be hanging out with this girl that they're like, I guess, dating. And it c- turns out that like we're mutual we're friends of friends. And we tell the girl Like, hey, he's on a dating app. Like, he's actively, like, inviting people to hang out and stuff. And the girl just is, like, full-blown dating him even harder now. And I'm like, what are you – wait, what are you doing? Like, make it make sense for me. Make it make sense. And that's just for me where, like, I 
I'm grateful that I do have like self-respect and I do really value myself and you know shit like that probably made me value myself even more to be like I would never ever ever let a guy treat me like that or yeah, yeah. it's just you know you deserve so much better and Royd's he probably has a so that's <laughs> the fucking tea on that but of course in the moment I'm like oh it's a sign like we met in the airport like what are the odds of us meeting and like you know i'm just like oh it's a sign and then a week later i meet or i have my friend friend that comes in and then i find out that they're neighbors and it was like all just like one thing after another that made me think like oh it's a sign no bitch it's a red flag dude wait that's so funny because i literally was like i after i like ended reading your story i was like i just know that like it's like, oh my God, we met in an airport and we were actually from the same city, but we met somewhere else and like we had chemistry and all this shit. It's like, yeah, sometimes like those movie style plots are too good to be true. Like too good to be true. God damn. Mm. Yeah, that's like I was just talking to someone and I was like, oh my God, our chemistry is great. We have so much in common, like blah, 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 all this stuff. And then all of a sudden the energy switches up and we just like don't talk. I'm like, what what why like why put in so much energy to then just switch up i don't know honestly though it's like there is no reasoning you'll never get a reason people are just some people are just crazy (laughs) yeah yeah i shouldn't say crazy some people are just like not good with themselves so they're just gonna they're not gonna be good to you yeah 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 yeah. definitely i definitely agree with that and also i feel like at the same time I am such a believer that like we attract kind of the experiences that we need to develop our soul in whatever way or just like create more awareness around that area of our life and that definitely did that for me so even though it was like oh it was so fucking shitty at the time I was like so depressed after that but but now you're better than ever and like you have that under your belt and now I like have so much awareness around like all of those toxic manipulative traits of like him like breadcrumbing me and like the love bombing and like just all those little things that I didn't really notice when it was happening yeah and thank you because this is one of my favorite podcast episodes ever because this was just insane are you also okay if I use parts of like our phone call and bleep out names and stuff oh yeah a hundred percent you have to hell yeah so iconic so dude iconic. I and then I'm also thinking like do you want me to tweak your voice so when you come back on the podcast nobody knows it or do you not care oh I don't care at all okay. honestly because like the story's great it's not that it's bad like story. Yeah, like I I'll keep it anonymous but okay <laughs> Yeah, literally me. I'm like, this is actually the one time that I was like so grateful to be that side chick because I I don't want that man. I don't fucking want to claim that. No. And then could you imagine? This is what I'm so afraid of. Can you imagine like they love bomb you or do whatever long enough to where you're actually seriously tied to them, like marriage, children? I don't know. And then you find out this shit. Like, thank God it was only a few months in and you were just like, oh, okay, cool. We like each other. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. I mean, at this, it's also, I don't know how long ago this story was, but it's like, as you get older and like people's, you know, that you're like, yeah, like I want to have kids. Like if you want to have kids, that kind of starts becoming more in your head, like in your mind. And it's not that far off anymore. So like, that is the scariest shit. Yeah. So I guess it would have been actually like a year ago. Um, the timeline was like, we met in October and then ended in like December and then his, now girlfriend um was in my chair in january and so like this was like me 
last year I was like really like finally like getting over it and working through it and being like okay like fuck that guy oh my god (laughs) yeah holy shit well thank you for sharing and thank you (laughs) I just I don't know I you gotta send me do you have like pictures I gotta put a face to the to the story um I wish I could. I mean, I can try and look him up and find pictures, but like, no, we, don't, don't rehash like, that for you. Sorry, that was bad of me like, to ask. Each other. I mean, it's it's not sensitive anymore. It's like honestly now I just fucking laugh at how crazy it was because I remember when he called me off of the app um, that he made me download because he's like the feds are after me. Like, and who knows if any of this is true? Like, I still don't know to this day if any of that is true. But he was like, you have to download this, this app. And he calls me and he's like, you have to swear on your grandma's life that you will never tell anybody about this. About what? The drugs? Yeah. Well, and I'm like, okay, I swear on my grandma's life. Like, I'm like, I'm <laughs> scared. I'm like, I don't want to get involved. And then my friend saying that one night some guy was like walking around outside of his house and was wearing a U.S. Marshals, like, jacket. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then um, the guy comes out, and he's like, oh, this is my dad, like, just introduces them or whatever, and she was always like, it was so fucking weird because I couldn't tell if it was, like, actually his dad or... Or, like, like the other guys in on it, yeah. (laughs) Or, like, what the fuck? So there was just so many layers while it was happening, too, that made it even more intense like him you know being an old client of somebody i knew and the ex-girlfriends and like the lies he had already told me and just it really stacked on over time (laughs) it's crazy because that also just sounds like a small town problem but you're in a city still so like that's so scary oh god (laughs) yeah Uh uh-huh and i know as you date like as or at least i'm finding as you date like the circles of people you know and this like oh i know someone that knows that person that knows or like loosely knows of it just gets smaller and smaller which makes it even more terrifying exactly and that's like why i said now i really do go for guys that are not from where i'm from or don't live here and hopefully aren't tied to like drug rings you know (laughs) Yeah, that too. That too. That is a big one. Anybody who's been incarcerated before, like, just write that off. Nope. Yeah. And because I, when I like my first boyfriend, um, when I got right out of high school, also that would be another great story that I could submit. Um, <laughs> it's now just it's just me and you telling stories. It's nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I have I have so many. But yeah, he went to jail also. While we were dating, like Facetime me, had blood like streaming on his face. He got like hit with a crowbar, and like I didn't know it, but he was actually selling drugs behind my back. Like, yeah, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that story. I'm gonna need that story <laughs> when you have time to type it out. <laughs> oh yeah, so there's too many at this point. That's kind of why I'm like, oh fuck, I really need to get in a relationship because I I don't need any more of these problems. Dude, that's too good. Uh, I mean, no, it's terrible, and I'm sorry you had to go through that. But from from an entertainment standpoint, like you got stories for days, you know. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. At least you've made it through those stories. I feel like I'm right at the cusp of beginning those stories. So, yeah. R.I.P. to me. Yeah, honestly, but it is good, and I'm so 
happy to like have this time in my younger years to like experience that and like be able to look back at those stories because then it's like okay I know when I find like the person that I want to be with it's going to make it that much better because I'm going to be like I actually went through all of this shit to find you yeah and then it'll be like golden um how old are you again I forget 24 oh okay yeah no you're still I mean I'm 27 but that still seems so much younger to me but I don't know in my mind I'm still 22 so yeah, I feel like that's how it always is. Yeah, I don't think that's changing. <laughs> um, oh, no, you're good. Wow, I feel like I'm really late in the game. This is fun. Good for me. Yeah, no, have fun with it. Honestly, it's never never too late, and I always think that because my parents actually didn't even – well, my parents met, and then they got divorced, but then they both ended up getting remarried, and my dad and my stepmom, they've been together coming up on, like, 15 years, but they didn't meet until they were, like – she was probably like 29 30 and my dad was probably like 33 yeah low-key I think it's kind of like I it's kind of at an advantage because like you're already kind of you know your brain's fully developed you're set in your ways you know your values you're kind of more established so there's not as much of a we might grow apart phase I feel yes exactly me trying to look at the rose-colored glasses like give me something good here starting at (laughs) I, I agree. That's me. I'm like, oh, we'll just look for the upside. Yep. I'm like, I'm never taking these rose-colored glasses off, so we oh, might as I well. I cannot wait to listen. I'm so happy you called me. Dude, I'm. thank you. Thank you for calling back, too. Um, this is quickly becoming my favorite episode, so I can't wait for the next story. If you do want to share that next one, something to look forward to. Yes, most definitely. I will. I will. Um, yeah, you'll have to let me know as soon as uh, you release it because I have to die at your reaction well the podcast is supposed to come out it was supposed to be out this morning so i'm probably gonna edit it now so give me a couple hours i'll probably send it over oh my gosh i cannot wait (laughs) all right well thank you again well i'll talk to you soon i'll send this over as soon as it's done okay sounds good have a good night bye you too bye oh my god okay that just made it even better um hopefully you guys could hear her voice wow I am just stunned. I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did. Definitely let me know, reach out, DM me, anything. There will be a link in my stories, um, like my personal Instagram, Lena Baina, if you want to leave your horror dating stories or really any dating stories, like anything. Um, but yeah, all right. Or your friends. You could tell your friends stories. Like I started off with a story that was someone else's that a friend told of their friends. Does that make sense? I gotta go. I gotta go eat and go to the gym and then edit this. But I love you guys. I love you. I'll see you guys next Monday. And thank you for keeping up with All Over the Place because you guys know your girl is messy. Love you guys. Bye.